Welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey. I'm Jacqueline Fuji, your host. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited to be here this week. I actually have someone joining me that she's already been on the podcast. Woo. Ooh, ooh, there she is. Um, but I really wanted her back. <laughs> That's so nice. I know. I haven't felt wanted in a long time since I've been single. Dating's <laughs> been so horrible. It's so nice to feel wanted. I know. And my nickname for her is boyfriend. So I felt like I was neglecting her. Yeah, um, you were. <laughs> uh, and this is this episode, I'm going to say, um, I want to get real because sometimes we have bad days. Sometimes we have good days. Sometimes we're like going through some stuff. And I just wanted to talk to someone that I knew would make me feel better. Um, (laughs) She's putting on a very cheesy smile. I don't know about you guys. It's a a genuinely cheesy smile. (laughs) Thank you. Right, meatballs? We love our cheese. (laughs) Um, No, I... um, I feel like sometimes with career, no matter what level you're at, you always have ups and downs and you're Heck yes. always wanting more, <laughs> you know, I think at any, I think even if I, I well, well, keep going yes. and I'll say, <laughs> and you're always like wanting to succeed. And you know what? Sometimes we have bad days and we get mm-hmm. upset about it and like nothing happened, but I was just getting frustrated and wanting more career-wise today and my guest this week is someone who always is very positive when it comes to career things and she's killing it right now and I'm really proud of her Thank you. and I feel like she would be a great inspiration to a lot of you out there to hear her story and her evolution so um nice. the last time she was on we talked about where she's actually from Oregon which I considered to be her jersey but now she's been in LA for almost 10 years yeah I feel like Los Oof. Angeles is your jersey. I'm so jersey. used to lying about that. <laughs> I know. Because I don't want people to be like, 10 years, and this is what's happening? This is it? So well, I'm like, I don't know, like seven. <laughs> I'm I also know. somehow like just 28. I don't know. I feel like today is about keeping it real. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I ten, wanted 10 years. Yeah, I wanted to be honest with you guys, my listeners, about not, you know, being super excited and happy today, but like getting through it and knowing that like, you have friends and family that are there there for you? Is yeah. that it? Yes, totally. Yeah, so I want to hear, this is kind or of a part two. Or you can just two. be delusional like I am. <laughs> I know, well, that's another reason. <laughs> uh, Rachel has delusions of grandeur. Yeah. Um, it's, it's self-soothing. Exactly. She's very self-soothing. I don't want to feel sad, so I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like this will be a good one for anyone out there who just wants a little inspo wants to know how Rachel came from Oregon and started her career in Los Angeles and how the past 10 years in L.A. have been. Um, Guys. not so great. Oh, well, we're going to (laughs) get into that. Uh, I'm so excited to bring back my best friend, hilarious stand-up comedian. She has a ton of dates. Uh, she's going to tell you about at the end of this that you can see her at. She has an amazing podcast. <laughs> she literally thought you were talking about dating. <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, I've been dating a comedy lot, but dates. like comedy <laughs> dates. You can't. I mean, she's not that big of an asshole where she like. I was like, well, there's Tom, and they're like, there's no one named Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rachel doesn't um, live. Facebook live her dates so you can't you can't <laughs> no. see those comedy dates tons of comedy dates yes, coming comedy up is that dates. better yes um she's yeah your podcast be here for a while is so successful I love it and I've been on it a few times and like, uh, like maybe close to 10 times like a lot yeah yeah um and she's cool enough where she like likes sports but like isn't obsessed with sports um and we're good that's what we're talking about next anyway Ooh. guys welcome back the wonderful Rachel O'Brien. Thanks for having me back. Thanks yeah. for bringing me a bottle of wine and a little gift. Jacqueline always brings me gifts when I'm a bad podcast host. I don't bring people gifts for doing my podcast. Well, they're You're just coming a more to polite you. person. It's like, you know, like that's. Yeah, I, feel like I that's make them come to me and then I'm just like, all right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, thanks a, for doing this. You're like a dude. I got like Kate a Casey uh, um, cupcakes because she came on her birthday. We'll see. That's nice. That was just because it was her birthday. That's kind of you. Yeah. 
I mean, what you've gotten, you've fed me things today, kind of liquid yeah. things. It's cool. It's the Jersey housewife mentality in me where like anywhere I go, I bring a gift no matter what. I'm like good at at nurturing, but I forget about those kinds of things. Yeah. You're good at nurturing in other ways. And the the song I picked for you to do, Lady Gaga song for you to do at the end is about you nurturing. Is it the new one I really like? Um, The Cure? No, but we oh, could just to guess read, it. We could do a read of the Cure. I love the Cure. I'm starting to really like that song. It's really good. And you know what? So I was listening to another podcast that you guys should listen to. Uh, a friend of mine, Chris Booker, who I hopefully will have on soon. He does a podcast with Perez Hilton. Uh huh. Oh, cool. And Perez and Chris were going back and forth about it. Uh-huh. Where Perez was like, "I don't like it. Like, it's not like groundbreaking. Like everything she does, like, just sh- it's like always a big show." And Booker was like, no, 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 I like that she's like holding back. And yeah, not it's like subtle and, it, and, it, and it's like emotional. It totally is. I and it's her. chill to listen to. And I feel like it's evolved. Yeah. It doesn't sound like every. Well, none of her songs really sound the same. No, they don't. But some, yeah, there was a time where they all kind of were like. Yeah, like the art pop album. I'm not yeah. a big fan of. But. but <laughs> Rachel and I, I really doing like a lot of saying the same thing at the well, same time. Well, it's because we see each other every day. We do. We so we call each other boyfriend. Do. Yay. Yay. Um, sorry about that singing. I was going to stop with that. Uh, I feel like I have so much I want to talk to you about. Are you ready for my new segment, Just Enough with yes, Jacqueline? Yes, I am. I'm so excited Can for you I to do this. Can I close this until we get to the Met Gala section? We're going to do it right now. Okay. Because <laughs> it was distracting me. Was it? What was distracting you? Just the photos. All all the love in the air at the Met Gala this week. Oh, yeah. Everyone's so happy. <laughs> Okay, so I want people to be happy. I know you do. Well, you're always happy, even when you're not happy. You're happy. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't sense. last that long. If I'm sad, exactly. You get over it. Hence the self-soothing. That's why you're doing I'm like, the podcast. Right I may now. have just embarrassed myself, but in five hours, I'm gonna think that's hilarious, mm. and then it's hilarious to me. I think that's the stand-up comedian coming out in you. Yeah, maybe everything can be made into a bit. Yeah. Right. It's tragedy it's, plus time equals comedy. Yeah. And it's it's almost like the more like embarrassing or bad things that happen, the more shit you have to talk about on stage. Never wants to hear about how happy you are. No, that's what sucks yeah. about being happy with someone you're dating. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I keep doing embarrassing things to like keep myself in check. Yeah. <laughs> you did fall at the Beverly Wilshire. Is that where it was? Yeah, I face planted in the middle of a so very sad. crowded restaurant. I feel so bad for you for that. I'd be so embarrassed. You should. Feel At least bad you didn't for sustain me. a real injury, though. I did. Today, I'm saying like a real, like a like you're falling off your bike in Martha's yeah. Vineyard and having to deal with that. Snaggle hand, as someone just called it. <laughs> someone that I like haven't even gone on a date with yet. Listen to my podcast and text me. It was like, just found out about your snaggle hand. I was like, well, that's kind of funny that you were bold enough to text me that. Cool. Yeah. So maybe we should have a first date before we get that deep. Whatever. That's whatever. Fine. Icebreaker. Is that his banter? At least, I, at least I don't have to explain it. Yeah. Now, that's a good thing about your podcast. You just talk yeah. about all this I'm shit. I'm like, just go in and listen to it and then you'll know. Then you'll know. You'll know. I don't. Then I don't have to make small talk on the date. We can just get right into it and have some cocktails and talk about like real shit. I don't have to explain like, you know, where I came from and all that. Just send him this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say basically <laughs> this one. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Jack, and that helps you get listeners. Everyone wins, Jacqueline. <laughs> Everyone wins. Just forward every guy you're about to go on dates with. Yeah. Just listen to this. Just a link. And then we'll meet up for dinner. Yeah. I'm going to start cool. doing that on uh, the dating app where they just like, they're like, hey, how are you? I'm just going to send a link to your podcast and be like, <laughs> let me know when you're done listening to it. And then we can chat. Then we'll talk. Yeah. Because they say like when you're Feel first. Feel free to take notes. <laughs> I think it's helpful. Yeah. I really do. I actually, for the longest time, thought. No one's listening to my podcast. Like I can say whatever I want. And then like people listen to it and you, sometimes you talk about those people and then oh, it's yeah. super embarrassing. I had, I went on a, uh, he's probably not listening here, so I'm okay with saying it. Hey, I think. hey, hey. Well. He might be a meatball. Maybe. <laughs> I went on um, just one date with this country singer named Jake Owen and he's like a super famous country singer. He doesn't sound like a listener. It's fine. <laughs> and he like. But he listened to my podcast with you. Like Ooh. before I went on uh before I went on a date with him, like earlier in the day, he texted me. He's like, Hey, just listening to your podcast that you did with Jacqueline about like bolognese and boys. And I was like, Oh my god, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> like I obviously I didn't say anything about him yet because I had not met him, but just like you just don't expect people 
you don't know the, yeah to like listen to it tuning in and we talk about like our failures our embarrassments it's not yeah. like exactly me putting my best foot forward no because well, we're actually getting like yeah just now i let you guys know i'm like kind of sad today yeah <laughs> i mean that's not that bad but like if you were trying to impress a dude would you want them to listen to it probably not well you didn't really say anything that bad you weren't like i shit my pants today you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like i didn't but yeah. if i did i would totally tell you guys okay, good. <laughs> just kidding um <laughs> so the met gala i hope no one shit their pants at the met gala because no one was really wearing pants there they never weirdly wear clothes i know except for this awful j-lo moo i know i don't like seeing her in clothes right she's too not covered used to up it. it's because she wore that like super revealing thing to whatever that awards thing was and then she was like now nah, i really got to turn it around oh the latin billboard awards yeah yeah well a rod didn't it's well, like when you post like a half slutty photo on instagram then the next one you're like here's me and my family here's me at church or here's just my <laughs> nephew like i did two I, days ago I know. I it was really cute i liked it Wait. i was like look i'm normal <laughs> so the reason why we're talking about the met gala i know the just jacqueline segment is to help help you meatballs out there uh know more about sports and how to hold a conversation with sports are you your know? listeners called meatballs yeah that's, that's adorable nickname. that's why i keep saying that that's adorable um it's just for you guys to be able to you know talk some athletic stuff if you're ever in the need and you can't pull out your Snapchat to look up ESPN. Like this is just maybe a conversation starter on a date. Or if you're a dude that's not into that much sports, but like you feel like you should be this a little great. bit. Yeah. It's just like, maybe you're going to find me a boyfriend now with these tips. This is what you're going to do. Did the you guy with this with Tommy? Uh, <laughs> no. Were you like, I'm so sporty and cool. <laughs> Football. <laughs> I think I love it was it. my profile a picture of me in a football jersey <laughs> was it <laughs> i think he was like oh she likes sports but that football is at a weird angle in that picture she can't be that good at sports <laughs> um anyway this is actually his idea of the segment because he was like you kind of know what you're talking about <laughs> you, all right you know just enough are, are you gonna like, quiz me and see if i know or are you just gonna give me tips oh okay well i don't think well i don't want to quiz you okay because i didn't make up a quiz what if i like know a lot though well, the next time I have you on, I'll quiz you. Okay. This will be fun. <gasps> How about the next time you come on, uh -huh. we can either compare, like, athletes and, like, all the stuff they're doing to, like, Kardashians. Or, like, right. I like it. Yeah. I like where you're So that at. makes everyone, you know, in on it. Like, everyone can understand it. Um, no, but the reason why we're bringing up the Mecca, there was a lot of athletes there. Yeah. I like athletes. That was it. Was like bring your athlete boyfriend. Yeah, to that's work like the day. new cool thing to date right now. Because right. you know, for a while, like it was like all these like hot female celebrities were dating like, like the nanny or like my backup dancer or oh yeah, like they were kind of going like or like you know the camera guy. They were going low end, and now like J Lo and all these people are just like you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna date a rich athlete. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. It was rich athlete day at the Met Gala, actually. <laughs> Um, there was a cute picture that Roger Federer, the tennis player, posted of Who's him. Who's he married to? Brooke? No, I don't. Brooklyn Decker? No, no, she's married to the other one. Yeah. Uh, Andy? Yeah, Andy Maybe. Roddick. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. I know shit. <laughs> Look at you, O'Brien. I'm so impressed you with You can hold stuff. your own. I'm very I'm looking for the photo of Roger Federer. Yeah. He posted a picture of him bromancing out with Tom Brady. And he said, found a potential doubles partner. What? I know. I'm sure Tom Brady's probably really good at tennis, too. Yeah. He he probably is good at everything. I think everything athletic would be good. So there was Roger Federer. There was a I Tom who Brady. Who he's with? Is it with a Roger, with a woman? I think, I don't want to call it like a basic, like, you know, normal human. I don't think she's famous or anything. I looked oh, them so up. Oh, so athletes can get, can get invited not with like an actress or model. I was shocked about that. His, um, his attire from the Met Gala his actually had. girlfriend. <laughs> Mirka, Mirka, Muroslava, I'm going to stop now. Is she an heiress? No, it just says his longtime girlfriend. There's not much about her, really. I respect that. I mean, I'm not really like Wikipediaing her, You're but not I'm looking at her. too deep. Did you, did you pick up the picture of him with the snake emoji on his back? Because no. that's happening. What is that? Yeah. His hashtag for the Met Gala was in emoji. <laughs> As in, he's wearing an emoji. That's hilarious. It's. Don't do that, Roger. But you're an athlete. That's fine. You're not a fashion person. Um, then there was Tom Brady and Giselle. Where they bugged me. They kind of it was 
they're adorable and they're like they're annoying they cheated on bridget moynihan she was (laughs) pregnant and she's she's also beautiful like what did he think he was upgrading i mean i've never liked him since giselle and i've never thought he was hot because he seems like a little weasel now. Her, well, I've, I've 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 carried a grudge about this. I love for it. Many years. Let it out. No, and I'm just not going to get over it. And Tom's just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> and so is Giselle. Like, oh, Giselle, you're so happy with you in your relationship. You were a man stealer. Huge man stealer. Yeah. But she's Giselle Bunchet. <laughs> so what? Bridget Moynihan is super hot. She is super hot. She always looks like she might be like be ready to start crying though. She has what? that like she has that like Nev Campbell face where it's like, why do you always look like you're gonna start crying? Yeah, which is good for like it's like pouty and cute. Yeah, certain TV but shows. She's hot. She is hot, but like Giselle's like spicy. She's got that like Latin flavor. Kind yeah, of. I, I saw Bridget Moynihan on Live with Kelly, and she was talking about how she was just in Europe or something, and how much like how much she drank and like ate and stuff. And I was like, I like you. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. See, okay, that makes her cooler to me because yeah. I would I mean, always I look like at Giselle's like hotness, but but also Giselle's cheating. Her dad, I found out, was like one of the number one plastic surgeons in Brazil. Oh yeah, so. my first like I yes, I had a modeling agent, which is embarrassing. I'm only five five. I don't really know how I pulled it off. But my first modeling agent in LA used to work at some much bigger agency, and they repped Giselle, and she was explaining like how much plastic surgery she's had and how much all of those girls have it, like 100%. eighteen. Everyone actually, getting- the guy that does my mom's Botox was has told me before, like, oh yeah, they, like they send girls in here at eighteen, they're 100%. getting like their eyebrows lifted, so their eyelids are better, or their and their lips done. It's that none of that shit's real. Everything's getting done now. Yeah, it really at a really young age, so you just think like, oh, that's really what they looked like. No, 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 no. So none of it's real, guys. I had to earn this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so did you. <laughs> <laughs> Our medium bodies. Oh, but we're not supermodels, so oh, never mind. We're not earning it that well. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we're just talking about them. <laughs> um, but then J-Rod showed up on the uh, J- white carpet. It wasn't well, not a red A-Rod, carpet. Not A-Rod, it was J-Rod. It's J-Lo and A-Rod. Oh, J- oh, I was like, that's what they call them together? Yeah. Why does she always get the stupid names of people? It's so annoying. But her outfit was very reminiscent. It was, of that was when Ben Affleck's life went down the toilet. Everything Ben Affleck. Yeah. Post J-Lo, it's like, fuck. And it sucks. Well, no, during J-Lo, that was when he was like, super embarrassing. He was. And her outfit, I'm worried about A-Rod now because her outfit at the Met Gala was very reminiscent of her Oscar gown that she wore with Ben Affleck. You think it's an omen? I think it is. I and think he it's can't. an omen keep a girl for very long he doesn't really A-Rod? like to stay yeah he no. doesn't like to stay faithful I don't definitely think. not everyone was making fun of a rod's tuxedo though it's a tom ford tux he it? looks great he's a big dude he can't like it's not he's not like rocking a slender pant like a skinny dude yeah he's an athlete yeah that's the thing I but the it. funny thing is if you look at like their new couple they've been dating as long as selena gomez and the weekend who are uh-huh. also at the met gala if you look at pictures of j-lo and a-rod granted they're probably like 10 to 15 years older than Selena and than Abel. That, right? Yeah. Well, more than well, Selena's what, like 23? Yeah, mid 20s. And Jayla's then like 43. Yeah. Okay, so 20, 20 years, years older. If you look at like Selena on the weekend, they look so like happy and cute and like they're having a good time on the red carpet. And then JLo and A Rod just are like wax figures. Like, we're here. Well, that's all beautiful. That's it. Like, have fun. You're bringing it. Maybe Julia doesn't want to smile so she won't get wrinkles or something in photos. I don't think she can smile. Like, look. Yeah. Look at them laughing. Oh, they look so cute. They look just Selena had my favorite look, I think. I know. You didn't like it? I didn't didn't like like it at first. And then then I saw a picture of it from the back. It's so something I would wear. I love her hair. She looks chill. She looks adorable. She just looks pretty chill. And that's a scary thing. She's getting prettier and prettier. Oh, yeah. The photo shoot she's been doing lately. She's adorable. She's like in that weekend. Uh, booty but then you look at uh <laughs> you look at these two it's like who brought the parents to the prom yeah well he looks happy she but she's always just kind of like posing for the camera although she has a cute personality when she's interviewed she does i like her on ellen maybe she we does. talked about this on the last podcast really that she was she was really cute on ellen talking about first dating a rod anyway okay this is something this is like about spreading ashes it's kind of morbid but like okay. really adorable I just took a turn. <laughs> I know. so there <laughs> has been reported this guy tom mcdonald has apparently started flushing the ashes of his lifelong best friend down all <laughs> all of the toilets in their favorite baseball stadiums <laughs> 
<laughs> That's really funny. His lifelong best friend was a plumber. Oh, <laughs> it's really cute. It's so weird and sad all it's at the same so time. It's so weird and sad, but they have rules that like the game has to be like in progress while he's flushing the ashes down the toilet. What? And it started How out. How did someone find out about this? Uh, they posted it on like ESPN.com that he's been going. He's gone to 16 Is he like, getting stadiums. in trouble? No, the family gave him some of the ashes. They were like this close of friends that the family gave him ashes and oh they were huge Mets fans. Like, Are that's you just going to pour my ashes into a bottle of vodka? That's <laughs> In bars all around the world? Well, they were also music fans. He he did it oh, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is adorable. Isn't it? I thought you would, in, you would like appreciate that. It's like kind of sports related. Yeah. And I like like um, traditions and things like that or like things that make people feel better that I don't know. I exactly. Like it. So I feel like this would be like a fun thing. Maybe we don't like have to do it with ashes. But like if you have a best friend and like, I don't know, you want to bond over something like take something like on all your travels like you just traveled. It would be cool if you spread I don't know what would be good spray tanners down <laughs> toilets, <laughs> but we didn't we didn't go to the y- Europe or anything together. What would I do for you? It have to do with bolognese and meatballs. <laughs> I, I mean, it would have to. It would have to do with that. I would so just you go would just order bolognese everywhere and just bring you with me. I would just bring you in your in my, your little urn, and I'd be like Jack. I'd talk to you. I'd be like Jack. When the bolognese here is not so great, and and then I'd go to another place and I'd be like, you'd really like this bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I'd do. That's true love. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cute. He's like very like into rules with this situation. So cute. They were huge Mets How fans. old are these people or him? I guess Definitely like late 60s, 70s. Oh, it just keeps getting cuter. I know. Um, they were huge Mets fans and he's gone to like all these different stadiums, but he refuses to go to the Cubs stadium because they have a huge rivalry. <laughs> Wait, him and his friend had a huge rivalry? No. Or the, the Mets Cubs. and the Cubs, yeah. too. <laughs> I don't blame him, yeah. Right? He's not going to put his friend there. Not a thing. He'd roll over to his grave. Well, he doesn't have a grave. Never mind. Nah, he would no. shift around in his urn. I don't know. <laughs> um, have you been watching uh, Dancing with the Stars at all, Rachel O'Brien? Ask me a real question. <laughs> <laughs> Do I watch TV at all? Not really. Not would really. Would I spend the time I watch when I watch TV watching Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> 100% no. <laughs> okay. Um, well, there... Well, I know the concept. You I know mean, the yeah. concept. Well, speaking of the Chicago Cubs, this is our last Just Jacqueline tidbit. Um, a retired Cubs catcher caught a fart in the face on what? Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's sad. So one of the girls farted on him? Yes. So Why did he report it? I, well, no. That's so mean. He didn't have to report it because he dropped her. <laughs> Because they were both laughing hysterically. After I feel like it crying happened. for her. <laughs> no, so is she like so hot? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Lindsay Arnold is the dancer. She's super, super smoking hot. Um, so they got oh, this I'm like so embarrassed for her though. <laughs> they had to do like this hot like salsa like past <laughs> crazy number. And granted, he was a catcher. You think like he had good, <laughs> yeah, um, like strength. But apparently in rehearsals, he, he like sh- dropped her on like her tailbone or something whatever and she was like pissed that he dropped her but whatever so during the performance they had this move where she had to do like a cartwheel and then land in like a spread eagle so he's like i hate this story i'm so embarrassed (laughs) i like i feel like secondhand embarrassment so much right now (laughs) this is way worse than you falling on the ground at the beverly wilshire no, I think that was worse. No, this is this is on TV, <laughs> and she's spread eagle in his spread face. Eagle, and this is horrible. Like literally, t- this might ruin my day. <laughs> I feel so sad. And for her. so her her response was that she was just getting back at him for dropping her during rehearsal. Oh yeah, okay, good one. <laughs> well, at least she had to cover up. I guess. Oh, that's awful. Isn't that crazy? I don't know. I guess that's you got to take the good with the bad with these athletic dancing shows like anything can happen. Yeah. Well, I hope I never land myself in a spread eagle (laughs) cartwheel dance move. (laughs) I think that's what you get for doing a spread eagle cartwheel. I'm just going to remain sedentary. It's been working out well for me. I know. I feel like you used to work out so much more when I first met you. Do you know that today I I did 100 sit-ups? 50 mountain climbers, and 10 burpees. What? 
So what inspired this, Rachel O'Brien? I was bored of doing work and podcast stuff and everything. And so I decided to move my body. Rachel actually made me do jumping jacks right before we started. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I was a like, total I feel like I need energy. I did used to work out a lot, though. Yeah. I'm going to get back in it. You're you're great at working out. You just, you know, you're taking some time off and you still look hot, which is annoying as fuck. Well, it's probably going to hit me all at once. Right? No, it's not. Stop. Who knows? It's fine. I just um, don't eat as much. Yeah. What's that well, like? Well, people that are sedentary really don't need to eat that much. <laughs> I think I don't need honestly, that much fuel. I think you're right about that, though. Athletics, athletics, athletes. Yeah. <laughs> like my brother walks around with like a feed bag. Like, yeah. Because he works he's out so much. All the time. He's having to eat all the time. And I feel like. Yeah. Maybe so unless I'm trying to like build muscle, I don't really need to be like fueling my body and like doing all that because, you know, I like to like have like a little bit of like lean muscle and stuff. But yeah. The only thing that I was going to benefit me from like working out super hard, like super hard and eating basically the same amount of calories that I'm burning is I'm just going to get more muscular and I'm all set on that. <laughs> You're like, I don't need it. I, I, I have my calves are like I play or I'm like a gymnast for my quads and everything. I don't need it. You posted a picture when you were in Europe and you had the sickest like thigh line muscle going on and i was like that bitch hasn't worked out in two months i just have muscular legs not in a good way they no, used to be like i used great. to they used to be way too big when i whatever anyways <laughs> who cares anyways no one cares um another tidbit did you know donald trump proposed to melania at the met gala what like a long time yeah, ago a obviously. long time ago but like how cheesy is that what would you do it's if- so annoying he needs so much attention exactly oh god it's that is so annoying isn't that the worst you just keep telling me things that are ruining my day (laughs) that is so annoying that just shows how much attention he needs he can't just like do anything privately it has to be at like the most famous ball that happens once a year that's worse than proposing at someone else's wedding yeah (laughs) kind of that's actually like cheesy to be honest because he probably would have proposed at other people's weddings it's happened before yeah not how, to anyone I know. How narcissistic do you have to be to do that? That's actually worse than the Met Gala, isn't it? I mean, that's really strange. Or just have no self-awareness or, like, no social cues. Which I feel like happens a lot, maybe, in, like, the Midwest. I don't know. Holy shit. I want to look that up. I know. Right? Wow. Isn't that's that really scary? Yeah. Um, okay. So, Rachel and I, we all know. Well, some of you know. We met doing comedy. Yeah. We met doing stand-up. And I feel like I met you halfway through your L.A. career. Well, halfway into living in L.A. Halfway into living in L.A. But not halfway through, like, my stand-up career. It was in the... F- well, I'd probably been doing it, like, at least a year, maybe, when I met you. Yeah, you had definitely been doing maybe it. a year and a half, but that... Yeah. So, I want to know... We we left off, pretty much, in your part one. <laughs> um, talking about, like, where you're from. I'm so uncomfortable talking about myself this much. I know. I love it. I feel like you don't get to do that on your podcast. So just, just go for it. Right. I, I just need you to make me another cocktail. Get comfortable. I just want you to just start talking Rachel O'Brien. I want right. to know. So you, you decided that you were just staying in LA. Rachel came out here for an internship. Was it? That's what I told my everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, I came out here for an internship interview or job interview, I can't remember. And then I had like a meeting with like an agency or something. Okay. And then I knew if I went back to Portland, I had a boyfriend at the time I was living with who is awesome and lovely. He's still one of my best friends. I hung out with him this weekend. He lives in LA now too. But uh is we he were the one that played football. Yeah. We were living we were living together in Portland, Oregon, in an apartment right after college. And I'd graduated early, so I was God, was I even twenty one yet? I don't know. And he was a few years older than me and he had been drafted to play in the NFL and then got injured right away. So he was really depressed because he was recovering from his surgery and we were just in transition where he was like recovering and uh, didn't know where he was going to go play next or if he was going to keep playing. And I was sort of like waiting around for him and I was like, I don't want to live in Portland. And so I wasn't like getting a job and I knew I wanted to move to L.A., but I also didn't want to break up with my boyfriend because, you know, I loved him. Um, but I just couldn't handle it anymore. And we'd also, the, the thing that I think that also drove me away was we had gotten this sick apartment in Portland. It was, uh, this like, 
in the Pearl District in Portland, they're all like almost like New York lofty style. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had like this Murphy bed, but it was huge. It was awesome. And we move in and a few weeks into us moving in, we were going month to month. So we weren't committed for a year. They always started doing construction on it. And they literally covered our covered our windows in like rosin paper or like cardboard. So we could not see out of our windows for the entire rest of the time we were there because whatever they were doing, they needed to cover our windows. So we were literally living in a box without jobs, just going crazy. I mean, we started like, like making like home videos where we would like improvise like weird acting scenes <laughs> and like we went, we were going crazy. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. It was only like three months, but we, we lost our minds and I, I went to LA and You're I, like, I'm suffocating. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to die. It's Yes. <laughs> and I went to LA and I, and I never came back. I called my parents and him and I was like, got the job. <laughs> Which were they're not paying me. I forget. I don't even know what I did. I do that too. To I can't reassure even really family. remember what I pulled off. Everything's fine. I ended up getting a waitressing job like right away. But yeah. the thing that I said I needed to be there for was just an unpaid internship. Yeah. And it so wasn't my imperative and, for no. you to move to LA no. more. I don't even remember what it was. And so, but this is a good the, example of your like tenacity <laughs> and like tenacity, or it's also just like, I just, when I decide I'm going to do something, I just rip the bandit off and I'm like, I'm doing it now. Like it has to be right this second. What about like you as a kid, do you think made you that way? Like, were you always like that? Um, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, cause I, I wouldn't say that I'm not patient. no. I think it I think it was just my my parents just led us to believe that we could do anything that we wanted to do. We were capable of anything. We were smart and worthy and all that. So I think that when I want something, I just do it. You do it. Yeah. That's what I love and respect about you so much. Thanks so much. You you make things happen. I know with you sometimes like certain things will fall through and you're like, I'm going to be fine. And I never worry about you because you always make it work. Yeah, I mean, I stress for like a day or something, but then it's just like, but well, it's, it's more just because I feel like I'm wasting time. I'm, I mean, I'm either going to like, is it fight or flight or flout, like win or lose or whatever. And I feel like, well, I'd rather win. So uh, the more time I waste feeling sorry for myself, the, you know, the further away I am from that. So I'd rather, I'd rather get to the win part. And why would I want to feel miserable? I think I just try to avoid feeling miserable as much as possible. <laughs> I don't like unhappiness. I think that's a really good rule of thumb. That's yeah. good advice. M- maybe. Or I'm just going to have a mental breakdown at some point. But that's what, like, promises in Malibu is for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's rehab, which is, like, obviously inevitable. Yeah, but, but you need a men- mental rehab. I yeah. mean, you don't have to have, like, a terrible drug addiction to go yeah. there. I, I wouldn't mind just, or an Airbnb in Malibu. How about yeah. that? Or just a vacation. Just a vacation. I, mean, I just went to Europe. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Have yeah. a mental break. Take a vacay break. Yeah. It was, when you go into a place where you don't, like, can't really use your phone and stuff, you are forcing yourself to have a break. Exactly. Like you're not getting Wi-Fi and everything. 100%. I think that's I think that's the key. Yeah. Right so anyways, there. that's how I moved to LA. So I called my parents and him and I was like, hey, I'm not coming back. So if you could just like move my stuff down, that would be <laughs> super convenient for me. Maybe not as much for you. <laughs> but I really did start the job. I mean, there was I had to like be there. What was the job? I honestly can't remember. I really can't. I know, I remember that it was like in West LA and I had to fight traffic to get back to my apartment. I remember that part of it, but. That's like a hustle. That's yeah. that's a struggle right there. <laughs> that was terrible. It's <laughs> dedication. Yeah. I just wanted to go to Ladue with my friend Renee and I was like, it's it's gonna take me a while to get home. So I can't get ready in time. <laughs> Rachel and I both moved to LA during like the peak of the show The Hills on yeah. MTV. We were like when we went out it was like Brody Jenner and all that. Oh my I remember taking Jack Daniel shots with him. Really? When I first moved here at the bar. <laughs> Can't believe you can take a Jack Daniel shot. At Ledoux. I know that's so disgusting. And I remember just being like, I fucking love LA. This <laughs> <laughs> is so cool. <laughs> I also met And now you would be I hopefully he would never listen to this, but no. That, now you would be like almost embarrassed to be with Brody Jenner. Isn't that kind of sad? Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad because it's it's like shitty to shit on people in their career and stuff, but like 100%. at one point I have more of a girl crush on his fiance, Caitlin Carter. She that really cute one that was on the Kardashians. 
No, episode. that's the other Jenner <laughs> brother. All the Jenner no, brothers. No, 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 but it's, this one appeared because then she, he was mad she couldn't get invited to the wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is her. Yeah. She's like a blogger. I this. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of you. She's adorable. She's yeah. adorable. Good for you, Brody. Yeah. Well, he's cute. They have a great mom. I feel like all the Jenner boys have like really cute fiancés, wives yeah. that remind them of Linda Thompson. Their yeah, mom. they actually all do. You're yeah. right. They're good at picking the girls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ledoux. I cried to Paula Abdul at Ledoux. Really? Paula Abdul. Like when I was That's a hilarious. little girl, she was my like goddess inspiration. I can't believe she was at Ledoux. The, well, she was dating JT Toriani, who oh, I know yeah, worked for. Oh yeah, I remember for. that. Um, they Works were dating. for her? No. Or you work for I, now? Yeah. Oh, you work for now, yeah. They were dating at the time. Mm-hmm. And when I was a little girl, Paula Abdul was like my inspiration she was able to dance and choreograph and she was a shit. i had um an uncle whose girlfriend lived out here and managed a tanning salon that paula went to and she convinced paula to write me a letter and i still have it framed that is so cool. how have you never showed me that i know because it's it's back in jersey it's like <laughs> such a big deal i need that and it says like dear jacqueline um all my love and happiness to you keep dreaming keep working like best of luck love paula abdul so nice and it's framed and that is so cool yeah you got to get that back i do need that back ellen bombshellin yeah that would be like cool to look at every day Uh, because i used to look at it every day my larry miller quote i had painted exactly for he didn't write that what's the quote can you tell the meatballs the quote yes i can larry miller did um barry katz's podcast which is a favorite podcast of mine and um Barry always asks at the end of his podcast, like, what's some advice for people, um, for, like, younger people, like, that are trying to break into the industry? And uh, his first his first thing he says, this is not on my quote, though, the first thing he says is, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> because he's like, he's like, if you if you have any doubt about yourself, don't do it. It's, it's too hard. And he's like, he's like, but if you can do it and you want to do it, he says, uh, just keep swinging with both hands and keep smiling and keep saying... How do you like that? I'm in show business and I'm never leaving, which is like super resonates with me because I'm just like, yeah, like you just keep getting up to bat, which is another sports reference. Yeah. And just like, like, I'm just, I'm not going to leave until I make it. You can keep telling me no, but I'm not going anywhere. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. It's like, I'm not leaving. I needed to hear that today. And I think a lot of people out there might need to hear that. Yeah. And that applies to any industry, whatever you want to do. Just don't take no for an answer. Just keep going. Someone who uh, was a total douche, but it was a good piece of advice that he gave when I first moved to L.A. told me, expect to hear no a hundred times before you hear the word yes. That way you're almost excited when you hear no all the time because you're like, I'm just getting closer to that yes. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. Just getting closer to the yes. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. That always resonated with me, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. No, we need to hear stuff like that. This is going to be a motivational one. <laughs> motivational podcast. <laughs> or just keep being delusional. It's not even, yeah, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm delusional. I think, like we said earlier, I think I'm good at self-soothing, where it's like, I, I want something so bad, and I hope this doesn't make me sound crazy. I would never do this like in dating, but like, I, like my career, I want it so bad. I see no other option for my happiness. I won't, don't want to do anything else. So the only option is to make it. And while I'm trying to make it, why wouldn't I want to be happy? So why don't I just convince myself that, of course, it's going to happen no matter what? Why would I want to be miserable on the path to making it? That sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. So because because you're, people are people are miserable even when they when they do make it. Think of all like the huge celebrities out there who have everything that we've ever wanted and they're miserable. Yeah. But I think there's also a fine line where you have to take time off, which is what you've done. Like, that's why your trip to Europe last month, like, I thought was so amazing for you. Because, yes, you didn't do comedy for two weeks. But, Mm -hmm. like, who cares? You have a million shows booked this month. I haven't done comedy for, like, a month, which makes you feel super weird. But it is weird as a comic when you're not able. Like, one of the reasons why I was sad today is because, like, sometimes you have to reach out to, like, tons of people Mm -hmm. and ask for spots. And (laughs) every single person I reached out to didn't respond yeah, but you've been doing a lot of comedy yeah i have been doing a lot lately yeah but like you know sometimes you do have to take time out and there's mm-hmm. ups and downs and there's ebbs and flows it's kind of nice sometimes just to have a little bit of a break and not think like i gotta go to the club i gotta hang out i gotta network with these people it's kind of like it's a lot yeah i not to compare this to uh britney spears but 
Jacqueline can find any segue <laughs> into Britney Spears. She had a documentary that was probably released eight or nine years ago <laughs> on the MTV. The one oh, I loved that one. That lo- it's a really good I one. I know when I watched it, I was in New York with Matthew. It was probably six or seven years ago. Yeah. It was after the mental break. It was when the circus album was coming yeah. out. It was like when she was really getting back into the things. It wasn't. It was before Vegas residency mm-hmm. and she goes through a whole thing and you can kind of see like her mentally going through it where she's like, sometimes you're in the spotlight. Sometimes you're out of the spotlight. Like mm-hmm. she's trying to almost convince herself on camera that it's OK to like take a step back yeah. <laughs> and then be in it. And I think it's hard when you're in any industry and like you're competing with people or like you're comparing yourself to others, which you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. but sometimes it happens yeah. to realize like everyone's going to be at different places at different times. And like you have your moments in the spotlight and then you like retract and you spend time with family and friends and you live life. And mm-hmm. so, no, I think that's, I think that's, that's great advice. It's, and it's so true. I was going to say earlier I I'm fr- I'm friends with this this guy who is on a one of the most popular sitcoms on television right now and he has a dream career dream house dream everything and he's like wait like kind of almost like panicking about the fact like are they going to get picked up for another like he has daily anxiety about like is my show going to get picked up and I'm like obviously your show's getting picked up but he's like no it's not that simple it might not and like even at that level, like people feel anxiety and rejection and yeah. like, it's just so weird. That's why like that quote you just told us is helpful. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to keep going as long as yeah. it's making you happy. Yeah, of course. I'm in show business. I'm never leaving. It's funny that you say he has a dream job because I have written down in my notes. Ooh. What is your dream job? Dream job is to do stand up comedy for the rest of my life and make a living on, at it. Obviously to do like arenas, make like a major living. I, w- I, nev- I want to do stand-up for the rest of my life. Okay. Till I'm Don Rickles' age before he went out. I just had lunch <laughs> with Mindy, so he's in my head. Yes, Rachel and just had lunch with Mindy. She's a friend of Rachel's. It popped up in my um, like Facebook flashback feed. Mm-hmm. We posted a flyer. She was on our Holy Cannoli show this time last year. Oh, did she actually do it? Yeah. I forgot about that. She yeah, you know husband. her too, obviously, and Jill and knows her. And our yeah. friend Jill Kimmel. Yeah, and... uh. Anyways, yeah, I want to do stand-up for, for the rest of my life. That's number one. Number two would be to be on a long-running sitcom, to write stuff, to create stuff. I would love, actually love to do a dramatic movie, too, like a Jonah Hill type of thing. But number one is to do stand-up for the rest of my life. Do you think Netflix and like Hulu and Amazon has kind of like changed the sitcom dream? Because I feel like I used to, yeah. like, growing up as a little girl, Friends was like, Oh, my God. Like, yeah. that's the dream. I just want to be ensemble comedy. That's what I want. Uh-huh. But now there's so many other options for comedic shows out there. Yeah. Well, because you can also just it's really it's something I, I, I've I've learned that I really like. I, I mean, I, lo- I love acting, but I like 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 doing podcasting and stuff. I like being able to be myself and be funny, like using my own words as opposed to someone else's. So I think that's part of it. I think, you know, yeah. And I think that the, you know, the game's changing. You don't just have to be on a sitcom to make it. Yeah. Um, but I also think that, that I, at the time when I thought like, oh, my career will only make it if I'm in a sitcom, it was before I'd gotten on stage and done stand up. And then once I did stand up one time, I got the bug and I was like, oh, this is the most important thing to me. And obviously this will lead to other stuff, but like, this will always be the most important. It's just, just, uh, it's like a drug. It's so funny how that works. Mm-hmm. And then you can't describe it unless you've been on stage. Yeah. And, you and it doesn't that. happen to everyone though. No. Like there's people that have tried stand up and they will do it occasionally. Like they're, okay. they kind of like it or they using it as a means to an end to get on a show or something. But you know, we're lucky that it, we caught the bug. I mean, I don't know if we're lucky, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to make the best Ugh. of it. Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh no! I just lifted my glass (laughs) off of the coaster. We had a weird noise, guys. Everything's everything's okay. Um, (laughs) I want to know what it's like for you because okay, Rachel, you moved here and you started. You already referenced your uh, modeling (laughs) agent. Um, (laughs) I was doing a lot of fit modeling for Joe's (laughs) jeans. I don't know if you know what that is, but you just try on jeans for people or companies 
that like department stores come in, you try them on and they decide if they want to buy them. It's not very glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds cool. Do you get free jeans out of the deal? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you meet anyone cool doing this fit model? Oh, I met Kristen. Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules and then Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules. I wouldn't say that's like my favorite part of it, but <laughs> Kristen was great. No, Jax is fine. Did you meet Jax through Kristen? No. Well, Kristen and I were, Kristen and I met doing a fit modeling job and then that same company uh, sent us to this like thing called Magic, which is like a, just like a big clothing convention in Vegas. And so you're in these booths like modeling this whatever and Jax was at a booth across from us. So we were basically staring at him the whole time. And then Jax came over and hit on me. And then, but, so yeah, it was, so me and Jax met for, like, we started talking. And then me and Jax introduced Kristen Sandoval. And then they all started working at Sir. How did yeah. that work? Well, Kristen uh, started working at Sir like, right when she moved to L.A., like, right when it first opened. Like, she says I drove her to her for job interview. I don't remember doing that, but I must have. Yeah. Um. Kristen was there first. Jax didn't start working there until he started dating Stassi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. So he wasn't there and when Sandoval was probably dating. later too. Yeah. Obviously. Sandoval and I, so this is uh, the only reason why I'm making Rachel talk about this is because this is kind of how Rachel and I met without realizing we met. Yep, we did not realize. <laughs> we didn't realize it. Sandoval was in an acting class of mine, mm-hmm. Margie Haber, and my best friend, Melissa Soso, was friends with him. Mm-hmm. And so one night we all just went to Saddle Ranch and Melissa was like, oh yeah, Tom's going to meet up with us. And then... Jax and Rachel came and met us. And then the other girl was there too, your friend. Cassie? Yeah, was Cassie. She there too? Melissa must have been working because she, she worked was working. That was it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then Cassie was so there. So Cassie and I, even Stephen Slate, my other friend, was with us That's at one so point. It's weird. It's just funny. Like, we were like the cast of the Hills that wasn't on TV. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so Jacqueline and I met. This was uh, seven or eight years ago? Longer than that. Yeah. Nine, 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 ten years ago. Yeah. So, uh, but, so, but that was like five years before her, Jacqueline and I actually met and became friends and we didn't realize this until I started filming Vanderpump Rules and the producers needed, uh, photos of like me and Kristen and me and Jackson, me and Sandoval from a long time ago so they could make sense of why I was on the show. And I'm going through all these old photos, like trying to find old MySpace photos. And all of a sudden I'm like, that's Jacqueline in the photo. (laughs) And Jacqueline was with us at Saddle Ranch. We just didn't. We didn't know. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So we met then. We met in comedy class. I feel like we went over that already. Yeah. I think we how did. we met yeah. and all that. I more or less just want to know now. I feel like you and I do so many different things. Mm-hmm. What would be the best advice you had for someone as to like balancing dating and career and beauty and just fitness and like maintenance? I feel like you're very good at just kind of like doing what works for you, but also making everyone else happy at the same time. Uh, could we could wait, say that again. That confused me a little. I know that was, I do that. No, sometimes. no, I like, no, I like, no, it's actually was, I wanted to answer the question. It was actually a very good question. I just wanted to answer it properly. I just feel like living out here. I'll rephrase it. Okay. Living out here. It's a lot of a balancing act. Mm-hmm. And I think with whatever you do in mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah. It's a balancing act. Like, oh, God, totally. I feel like we all have so much more to deal with and there's a lot more pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's weird because you would think like having iPhones and having all these apps and like things like at our fingertips at all times makes it mm-hmm. easier, but it almost just adds 10 times more <laughs> of everything. Because you're always on, you're like uh, always on the phone and always like there's too much information and too many things where you're like, I got to post something on Instagram so I get more followers so that maybe I can have a sponsored post so I can make money off of that so I don't have to have a side job. Yeah. Like, I'm a comedian. I need to stay up late, but I also need to look super hot the next day. Like there's so much. Yeah, there's a lot. It's so much. And it's also there was a meme. The reason why I'm bringing this up, there is a meme that I fucking love. But to be perfectly honest, didn't want to post because I didn't want to thank either my parents. I didn't want them to see it and think, oh, my God, is she not okay?" Or the guy that I'm dating to think, oh, she doesn't have it together. But it's literally a picture of Kendall Jenner like crying with like just like with kind of like a nothing face just like tears in her eyes Mm -hmm. and the meme is me trying to excel in my career maintain a social life drink enough water exercise text everyone back stay sane survive and be happy oh no that's so oh yeah i I like that meme i've seen it 
because it's just <laughs> it is such a that and her face in it is so it's so poignant and perfect there is something <laughs> i want to I, I i want to look up on your phone because i put mine away that has to do with this so you were saying like you think rachel I'm put her phone away because she just couldn't take having to look at it anymore that's today. true i was like i can't see it light up anymore around. i can't oh, yeah. even see it I, I i i can't do it um <laughs> this podcast is going to be called keeping it real yeah <laughs> um but you were saying that you think i'm good at uh whatever you were what was the question that, that you think I'm good at balancing it? balancing like making yourself happy but also making sure everyone else in your life feels special and like has it you kind of seem like you have it all together um I wouldn't say I totally do uh at all uh, and I get totally exhausted um I, I I would say like I don't know one of the secrets to it maybe would be when it is a no it's a firm no yeah like I but that's rare but I just read something on someone else's profile who I fucking hope never listens to this because I went really far back in their Instagram. <laughs> and that's just super embarrassing. I couldn't sleep. It was like 4 a.m. And yeah. I had I had read a text that he had sent me like at midnight or something. And so I was like, all right. And, and then I noticed he was following me on Instagram, whatever. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll look at his. But this is something where I feel like I have maybe a downfall on and I would like to try to throw myself into this. Uh, as a career move, I will find it. Jacqueline, talk about something for a second. Uh, I would like Just, to say, <laughs> but we can talk about talk about moves? what we're talking about. Yeah, no, I but think where where it would be nice to not be so balanced and be super selfish in the sense of like, I would love that, but I can't do that. I'm not capable of it. It's not possible for find me. It is hard. Like today, I was in yoga and I was trying to be balanced and like meditate. And sadly enough, all I could think about was, oh, I have to call this person back and I should be really reaching out to this person. And what yeah, time do terrible. I have work tonight? And wait, I have to cancel that show because I have two other shows and like I'm not going to be able to get to this one. It can and never be in a shit, moment. Shit, I ate pizza last night and the night before. And fuck, I'm going to have to work out for an extra hour today, even though that doesn't really work. That's not how it works. <laughs> like you can't work out for two hours because you ate two pizzas the day before. It doesn't exactly cancel but it out. That's what goes on. Yeah. Our okay, I will be right back because I can just find it easily on my phone. But it's it's it's, it's actually cool and important. Hold I'll on. keep talking, meatballs. I think it's I think for me, it's coming from, you know, a good normal family where they have, you know, normal jobs and everyone's very supportive and loves each other. And it's it's finding that balance of making everyone happy and staying present and keeping up with all the things that are happening in your family life and your personal life, but also like trying to like foster a career where you're constantly having to put yourself out there and be honest about what's going on in your life and being up late at night and supporting yourself with other side jobs. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a, okay. So I read this on, on someone else's um, Instagram from 78 weeks ago. So that's just a uh, picture how creepy that is. <laughs> Um, I respect it. Just want to throw that out there. I okay. I Go. believe it's possible. It's a, a Bukowski quote because he hashtag Bukowski at the end. Bukowski. I'm probably saying his name wrong. That famous writer. Mm -hmm. Anyways, but I was inspired by it because I would like to maybe try to be this way and not so like not so balanced because. I think a lot of people that make it in the comedy world or in any career have this mentality and that's how they make it. I worry they won't like one of the only major insecurities I have is where I worry that I don't throw myself into it enough and I try to balance too much where it's like, yeah. oh, I'd like to date. I'd like to like take care of my friends and have friendships and like have my family, all that, you know? So anyways, the quote is, if you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. This could mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, and maybe even your mind. It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision. I don't, I'm retarded. Uh, it could mean mockery, isolation. Isolation is a gift. All the others are a test of your endurance, of how much you really want to do it. And you'll do it despite rejection and the worst odds. And it will be better than anything else you can imagine. If you're going to try, go all the way. There's no other feeling like it. You will be alone with the gods and the nights will flame with fire. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight there is. That's kind of cool. That's 100% cool. 
It's not a like a healthy way to live, but I, listen, I'm single for the first time in my life. I might try that. I that think lifestyle. you are doing this as long as you check in with me every now and then. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, but but I'm still like, I'm like I'm still dating and stuff. Like I, I mean, I don't have a boyfriend that I you know I'm tied to and loved. Like I love John, but uh, I, you know, but I still like. You know, maybe one, maybe I shouldn't go on dates tonight, and I should just sit in a comedy club and 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 listen to other people do comedy. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, when I was single, that's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do it sometimes, but I maybe I should do, do it, it every too. night, like yeah. obsessively. I don't know. Well, but I might just just for fun. I might just try it. I'll never, I'll never turn my back on like my family or my friends, but like obviously, but my, but I have such close friendships, and I'm so close with my family. They would totally be like, totally get it. Yeah. And I feel like we have a lot of friends that are successful and they don't shun people and like go into like a dark, deep hole and just focus on one thing. Yeah, I do sort of understand it, though, when people do. I get it. It's definitely ruined certain relationships. Yeah. Because of it. And now those people are really successful. <laughs> so yeah. maybe that is a thing. I don't well, know. I'm not fully going to do this, but I was somewhat inspired. Are you by breaking it. up with me, boyfriend? No, I was just somewhat inspired by it where it was like, that is like how, but that is how like, like the people that change the world actually sometimes, I mean, not everyone. Some people can be balanced. Tom Hanks, the first example, I feel like has a balanced life, but the people like Steve Jobs, yeah. uh, he wasn't known to be like the greatest guy half the time, but, but I think he literally just threw himself into, and he and he changed the world. One hundred percent. I think that's a lot of. I think that's a lot of people. It is. It's not the only way to make it, but, but it just might be fun to test it out for like a few weeks. Obviously, it's not in my nature to do that. I think that's the struggle, though. I think that's everything we're talking about right mm-hmm. now. Is that. To be like a normal functioning human being in society, I think you can balance all these things. But like to try to achieve like the things we're working towards and like passionate about, mm-hmm. like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's most comics are not in relationships. Yeah. I mean, most most people that, that, that do my podcast that are male comics are not in like functioning relationships. They're just like they've never feel like they've made it. They want to get to a higher level. They want, uh, you know. And that's what. The struggle is. Well, female comics yeah. are relationships either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but most of my, well, you are, and most of my girlfriends that have done po- my podcast now are in relationships. So, like Gabby, you, you know. Yeah, but I only see my boyfriend like once or twice a week. <laughs> yeah, but he's busy too. He's really busy. Yeah. And I respect I that. Like you and just I called him your boyfriend. I, th- I think boyfriend. that's the first time I've said that. Um, you guys are so cute. Okay. I, um, and I, I love him. <laughs> I think he's fantastic. Thank you. Rachel's the reason why we met anyway. <laughs> um, well, no, but he works behind the scenes in comedy, and I think that's why he understands it. Oh, that's, totally. That's, that's such a good match for someone. And yeah. We also are people that need our alone time mm-hmm. 100% and are okay with taking that and being like, I yeah, that's super can't important. be around you. And I think that's a key to success also. Yeah, totally. We talked about how it would be perfect to maybe have like separate places we lived, like if Hey, it's my parents have been doing pretty great in their marriage and they <laughs> they 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 vacation separately all the time they have a place in oregon and they have a place in palm springs that's and it. oftentimes one's in one place and one's in the other i think it's great but they love each other they've been married for over 30 years they're super committed but you don't need to be around someone all the time nope nope i don't want i don't want to get sick of someone no exactly yeah john and i were kind of good about that too he would let yeah. me go do whatever i wanted I think that's what if you're going to have a relationship and do what we do yeah. as comedians, you have to be with someone who needs to let you just kind of go off. When I, yeah. I asked, I call him main squeeze. One of the things that you and I have talked about is like love mm-hmm. languages, like how you can let someone know you like care about them or like mm-hmm. what works for you. And I, I feel like he totally didn't answer the question correctly, but it still like helped out. Uh-huh. He was like, I feel like I could just trust you mm-hmm. when you're like out. This is, Tom. Yeah. Okay. When you said main <laughs> squeeze, I was confused for a second. No, that's what I call him. Oh, I didn't know that. Because maybe you did. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. And I said. Yeah, you can trust you, but you're an angel. <laughs> well, no, but like there's a lot of I talked of times- to him on the phone yesterday and I was like, <laughs> I was worried about Jacqueline for a certain point. Maybe just because it's such a, uh, a stark uh, difference between how I've been single. <laughs> Where I'm just like, man, Jacqueline was a pretty, a very good kid. 
I know. I was an angel. <laughs> I think for me, people maybe don't think that because I'm always like very energetic and out there and like dancing and like having yeah. fun and like always, I don't know, like on the go. So it seems like I was probably like dating a lot and like, yeah. you know, being scandalous. But no, I'm kind of boring. Or I was. You're a little angel. Thank you, darling. Um, speaking of angels. Uh <laughs> Is this going to be another dead person talk? No. <laughs> oh. Wait, do you feel like we talked enough about your, um, like any more advice to people about Mm -hmm. like your kind of everyday climb to get what you want in life? No, don't just, maybe just don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do something because life's too short. What do you have to lose? Exactly. What's the worst case scenario? Yeah. Even if you're like really bad at something, you can still be successful at it. Remember like... (laughs) Like, even, like, let's picture the people on American Idol that were, like, famous for being terrible singers or something. <laughs> like, they or you can, got you can like find your niche. Yeah, you can find your niche. Well, right? you know what always... Like, and also, you can always get better at things. Like, you know, Ryan Gosling learned to play the piano pretty impressively for La La Land. And how long... You know this fact. I yeah. forget. Like, you can learn if you put your mind to it. 100%. If it makes you happy, learn. Yeah. The thing that annoys me, and I don't know if anyone else feels this way... Like, people are always like, well, if it just, like, comes easily, mm-hmm. then, like, that's what you should be going towards. And that kind of bothers me. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think that's necessarily true. Because, yeah, like, certain people's careers just fall into place. Like, once you find, yeah. like, what you're meant to do. Yeah. I guess. But I kind of think that's a cop-out. And that's... Yeah, I don't... Because someone has said that to me recently. They were like, well, why isn't it coming this easily? Or like, why aren't certain things happening the way they should? Or, you know, I think that's like God testing you, making sure you really want it for one thing. And also, I think that people where it comes super easily, they don't necessarily appreciate it. And also people think things come easily. Like people think like, okay, this person is this like handsome athlete or whatever. Like he was just born with athletics. Being an athlete is actually incredibly difficult with a lot of pressure. It's terrible on your body. And and like, you know, I think people just think things are easier on people, other people than than they are. Yeah. I have a a brother who I eventually will have as a guest on this podcast. He's lovely. He was a professional athlete and he was on the U.S. Olympic team and he played soccer and he's a coach and he's one of the biggest inspirations in my life. And he's Mm -hmm. my younger brother. I look up to him like he's like all our older brothers, he's, though. He's very, your brother is an impressive person. He's, he's, a, I, I respect him a lot. Yeah. I respect people that are quiet sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I, like the, where they, they don't need to be the center of attention, but they're smart and they're hardworking and they're wise. Like he's, he grew up with this. So I think that's why he's a little quiet. No, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I love well, him. He's just a guy too. They're usually quieter. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's great. He's. And he comes out with some comedic gems, though. He makes okay, he's his, actually really funny. He's really funny. Yeah. But I just I respect him a lot. Exactly. And you would look at him and you'd be like, wow, he's so like put together and he has, this, mm-hmm. you know, everything's great. Like he's good looking and he was a professional athlete, but like he worked his ass yeah, it's off not for easy. years. It's like I don't even look at like someone that's like, like, uh. I can't even say I look at like a supermodel and be like, wow, it must be so easy. I wouldn't want that life. Nope. I would I would not want to have to think about starving myself all the time and being perfect and only being judged on my looks. Like, I think they work hard. You and I feel pressure to post <laughs> stuff on Instagram yeah. once a day. Could you imagine what it's like to be like Bella and Gigi Hadid? Yeah, we're always just to be like, you just maybe want to be in sweatpants eating a cannoli or have a, did an Italian reference. <laughs> they, I love it. Keep and, them coming, girl. And they always have to like be posting these like super hot like side boot photos with like nice abs. Like, I don't. But still being relatable I don't because want that they're like life. the new American yeah. like. Yeah, it'd be awesome to be that hot, but like that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Anyway, basically what this is about is like it's all gonna be okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> right? Everyone Just feels, go for it. Everyone go for it. Everyone feels the want. same amount of anxiety. And um my favorite thing that Rachel did the last time she was on this podcast was her Caroline Manzo impression from The Real Housewives. <laughs> this is going to stick to me Of now. New Jersey. <laughs> it is going to stick to you. It's forever going to be your thing. Can you do it again? Thick as thieves. Do you remember this? I do. I. 
<laughs> Carolyn Manzo from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Let me tell you a something about my family. We are as thick as thieves. It's terrifying. She's terrifying. She's terrifying. And she's like speak doing it through her teeth. We are as thick as thieves. It's so good. Oh, it's terrifying. You do it better than her. No, I don't. Um, and this is Lady Gaga's lyrics from a new song on her Joanne album. Okay. Um, and, and I, I forget. Am I supposed to guess what they are? No, because I don't think you've heard the song. But I feel like I really want you to do it in the Caroline Manzo accent. <laughs> and these, tell me who hurt you. <laughs> There's gonna be no future if we don't figure this out. Oh, come tomorrow, who you gonna follow? There's gonna be no future if we don't figure this out. Come to mama. <laughs> come to mama. Come to mama. Come to mama. Cause I want to be there. I want to be there for you. I want to be there. There you go. Yes, wait. <laughs> that's the first applause break that's ever occurred on the uh, What's Your Jersey podcast. We're the only two people in the room. <laughs> no one's. That was uh, a good one for Carolyn Manzo, though, because it sounded basically like that. Like, I'm Come to Mama. <laughs> the song is called Come to Mama. It's on the Joanne it. album by Lady Gaga, my best friend. We're going to have to listen to that when we're done with this. It's really good. It's a good song. I love the whole <laughs> album. But. I picked it also for you because I feel like whenever I'm having issues or things that are going on that I don't even realize are going on, I come here <laughs> and you're like, come to mama. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Everything's fine. What's happening? You're fine. Yeah. What do, could, yeah. could be worse. So you're doing great. So for me, I pray that all of you meatballs out there have your own Rachel O'Brien in your life because she's Aww, the best. This is so nice. Oh, I cry. Well, you know what? Remember it. I'm not that nice that often. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're always nice. Um, I wouldn't have this apartment if it wasn't for you. <laughs> oh, God. Rachel told me she wanted to move. And within five hours, we walked up and down the yeah. streets of West Hollywood. Found an apartment. And we found... She walked with me. Gold sconces and all. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's mostly ideal, but minus those. I like it. That's why I spend so much time here, because I feel like I picked it out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a partially your it's home. It's partially yeah. mine. You and my mom. My mom thinks this is partially her home, too. It's great. She's like, I have an apartment in L.A. I mean, I feel like I keep it stocked with, like wine sometimes you do so open fine. that in a second yeah we need to open that anyway thank you so much can you plug yourself you have so much going yeah. on i want everyone to be able to buy tickets to your live podcast yeah. show at the improv and jacqueline will we'll start doing some live podcasts too oh yeah um i have a uh, show's coming up i'm at the uh, hollywood improv on may 16th i'm at uh levity live in oxnard may 23rd uh the ha ha north hollywood may 24th and then I have a live podcast at the Hollywood Improv in the Lab on May 25th. I'm super excited about that. It's my first live podcast. Also a little nervous. And then um, May 30th through June 4th, I'm at the Laugh Factory in Reno at the Silver, Leg Laugh. Silver Legacy Casino. And you can listen to my podcast on iTunes. It's called Be Here for a While. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Rachel N. O'Brien. That's R-I-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. See? You guys have no excuses to not see Rachel O'Brien perform, go see her, support her, listen to her podcast, or you're dead to me. <laughs> um, anyways, this has been great. This was such a fun one. I hope this was fun and fun therapeutic. Fun and inspirational and therapeutic. And this is like one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. Oh my God, I yeah. love you. Well, you're going to be super successful at this. <laughs> you are too, girl. Well, you already are. Anyway, uh, guys... This has been fun. Thanks for listening. Thank you for reviewing and rating and sending in questions. And let me know what you want to talk about. We'll do some coffee talk. It'll be good. We'll <laughs> eat some awesome. meatballs. If you need a recipe, we'll do some Locatelli. Locatelli. Whoa. Whoa. Can't I, screw almost that up. I can't screw up Locatelli. Um, I'll send you a Locatelli meatball recipe. Um, and this has been awesome. Love That's you. That's a What's Thank Your you Jersey. I love you. Bye, guys. Bye. Put your paws up, cause you were born this way, baby. <laughs> <laughs>